0: Welcome to STR Unfiltered,
1: where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. Here is your host, Bill Faith.
0: The STR Unfiltered podcast is brought to you by Market My STR, the ultimate all-in-one marketing platform for short-term rental hosts. Are you tired of juggling multiple marketing tools? Say goodbye to the hassle and make your life as a host a breeze with Market My STR. Boost your booking rates and increase your revenue in no time with our powerful features. Our platform streamlines your marketing efforts so you can focus on what you do best, providing unforgettable guest experiences. Whether you're a newcomer or a seasoned host, Markham ASTR has got you covered. Stay connected with your guests using our comprehensive set of communication tools. From custom landing pages to text messages, email marketing, and social media integration, we provide all the tools you need to elevate your short-term rental business. Streamline your operations, enhance your guest experience today. Don't settle for less so we can have it all. Make the switch to MarketMySTR's all-in-one marketing platform and watch your business soar. Visit MarketMySTR.com today to sign up for your free trial. That's MarketMySTR.com. Elevate your short-term rental business with MarketMySTR. Hey,
1: everybody. Bill Faith. Welcome back to STR Unfiltered. I'm your host and founder of Build Short-Term Rental Wealth. Glad you guys are here, wanna talk about managing remotely today, how to do this successfully. And to be perfectly honest with everybody, I gotta disclose this, I have never managed a property locally. Every property that I have owned and co-hosted has always been remote. And it takes the biggest hurdle for you, if you're investing just locally around your trade area, it's just mindset, that's all that it is. And here's what I'm I'm gonna ask you a couple of questions. Uh, If you have a property that's 15 minutes away uh, from your house and the toilet breaks and it's leaking onto the bathroom floor, what do you do? Answer that question. What do you do? 99.9% of you, unless you are, you know, plumber Paul, uh, are calling the plumber. You know, you're going to probably drive over to the house, turn off the, the water main, and wait for the plumber to get there. So the question becomes on your discovery document, do you know where the water main is? Yes, you need to know that, and that should be in your discovery document. That's in the Ultimate Guide uh, podcast. If you want want that, you can go back and listen to that and get the Ultimate Guide for STR host. Um, But here's the deal. It doesn't matter if the house is 15 minutes away, 30 minutes away, or a three-hour flight away. If that happens, I'm calling the plumber and my handyman to get over there and to turn off the water main. And I'm going to do the same thing if it's 15 minutes away from me here in Brentwood, Tennessee, or if it's in Gulf Shores or Montana or Colorado. It just doesn't matter. I'm treating them exactly the same. I do not have the skill set or the ability to go in and, and fix that leak in that toilet. So if you don't either, if you're not a construction guy, if you're not a plumber, then you know think about this. We can apply this to... You know, the, the, the ice maker breaks in the refrigerator, uh, the stove stops working, uh, the, the pool heater, uh, isn't heating, whatever it is, you know, if you have a team locally, how did you build your team? That's the next mindset. Well, how can I get cleaners and how can I vet them? How am I going to manage them? You know, across the country, the same way that you would manage them locally, unless you're a micromanager. You know, and I did see this in my Facebook group the other day where somebody's asking, what platform do you use to get photos sent after every single clean? Well, if you have to do that, then you've got the wrong cleaning crew or you need to work on your micromanagement skills because you need to trust your staff. The part that's the most challenging is interviewing staff. So there's a lot of people, I, I don't personally agree with this, but they never go to their properties. They didn't go there to look at it before they bought it. They're not going to do any type of inspection. They're not going to do interviews with cleaners. I'm a little bit different. I set up everything remotely to be successful, and it starts with my technology stack, and it's pretty simple. I mean, I use Schlagen code locks. You know, so I have smart locks, Ecobee 3 thermostats, ring cameras. I have the Pentair app for my pool. Um, I just bought a hot tub that comes with some type of an IntelliTech for my Montana house. I'll be able to control everything from – uh, an, an app as well. So I go through that technology piece, which really thermostat, door lock, cameras, pool, that type of stuff is, is really all that you need. And then, you know, once I have that in place, then it's really getting my team. So here's the deal. Every one of my cleaning crews has some level of other service handyman that goes along with that. And that started in Gulf Shores. And I don't use the big, the big crews, but I'm also not looking just for a, a single cleaner either. The only place that I have a single cleaner, and we're not even up and running yet, is in Montana. Uh, but she's partnering with another lady that cleans, because we're in such a remote area, and a lot of the, the cleaning crews won't come out from Whitefish. Uh, but I've also got a handyman. My next-door neighbor is my handyman, uh, which is great. So if you're, if you're worried about this, I mean, you can go to the local Facebook groups, even in, in small towns, you know, in Logan, Ohio. You know, Hocking Hill, there's a Facebook group there. And you can get referrals from other SDR hosts who are using for cleaning, who are using for a handyman. There are trade groups in almost every city. I mean, that's where I found all of my staff in in uh, only Montana, which is 15 minutes outside of Whitefish. So I'm in the Whitefish groups. And that's where I sourced my general contractor. And I interviewed him and checked his permits and all, not permits, but his licensing and all that type of stuff. I do fly out to wherever I, I'm going to interview and to test. And that's kind of the, the process. I will have them send me photos. I do give them checklists when they start. Once they've earned my trust, then I don't micromanage them anymore. I have not required that stuff after probably typically the first three to five cleans. Um, you know, And then honestly, I just wait until there's an issue, and if there's an issue, then we will address it. But typically, there's not because I, I teach them how to do quality control, and that's really more important to me than the actual cleaning process. Is to get that cleaner, the owner of the company, or the actual cleaners on board with the quality control process. And I just do that in Google Sheets, you know, and send it to them and uh, walk them through that. And if there is a problem, and I tell them this up front, I'll come back one time. But if I have to come back a second time, it's going to be to let you go and to hire somebody else. And I will already have that next person, you know, in place. The other thing that's kind of hard for them to get used to is that I have a primary and secondary in every market. And a lot of them don't like that. They want everything. Well, that's the only fail-safe I have to protect myself. And I do distribute the work between two. So 75% goes to the primary cleaner. 25% goes to the secondary cleaner. So if you have the tech in place, you have automated messaging through, let's say you're using hospitable. You're a new... A new host. I use owner res, but I put hospitable on top of it for my messaging. So I have all my messaging automated. I have my door locks automated through Schlagen code. I have all the comfort settings and everything automated through my ecobee. I have my PenTare app for the houses. I have pools on all automated for, and literally when I book, book a date, I can just go in and set the, uh, the calendar to turn on, turn off, and then I don't have to worry about it. I try to automate as much as I can. I'm the one that made mistakes. I had nothing to do with being local or remote when I was just using Airbnb on a calendar sync, and I didn't have this stuff automated. I, oh yeah, big piece of technology. I have resort cleaning that's integrated with owner res and you can integrate it directly with Airbnb, Verbo, anything, resortcleaning.com. That's what I use with my cleaners. And the thing I love about that is it's really simple. Um, It does, the cleaners pay for it. I don't. Um, It costs between a dollar to $2 per clean. Uh, for them and basically when a booking comes in, it automate automatically syncs to resort cleaning to them, then they accept it. And then I can set rem- automated reminders to go out to them to remind them that we do have a check-in today or tomorrow. And I've never had a miss clean since we've started using uh, resort clean. So that makes it really, really simple if you have those things. And then honestly, it's really just getting trusted referrals through Facebook groups and other local hosts. The cool thing about like my build short-term rental. Wealth Facebook group, if you're not in it, you should be. It's build short-term rental wealth. The referrals flow through there. I I tell everybody, I mean, I can go into any market. I could go into Ogallala, Nebraska, population, probably like 2,500 people. And through somebody in my 26,000 people in my group, because it's not just like one of those spam groups with 100,000 people, they're high quality people and they're high quality hosts. I can go in there and find a referral into Ogallala, Nebraska. I might need the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. It might take two or three degrees to be able to get there. But somebody knows somebody there. Somebody's got an STR there. And that's the thing I love about social media in our community. It makes it a lot easier. So here's the hurdle. The hurdle is your mindset. You think it's going to be harder. You're afraid that you're not going to have control. I can tell you from somebody that every one of my properties has always been remote. You just need to get over that mental hurdle. If you can do that, you can get your boots on the ground through... Uh, maybe one or two trips to go to that property. I mean, shit, you know, nowadays, like my wife, who is a designer, she does everything remote. And we have people like Kim Fitzpatrick, who does the staging and that type of stuff, where we have our cleaners do the staging. And then we'll zip in there for one day, check everything out, move some things around, go through the quality control process, and we're good. And the other thing is, is really building relationships with your boots on the ground. You know, just having, you know, a cleaner owner relationship isn't good enough, at least for us. We invest into them. We want to get to know them. We go to dinner with them, or we should say we take them to dinner. Um, You know, doing those extracurricular activities and really investing into somebody makes them want to work harder for you. So, and that doesn't matter if they're remote, once again, a three-hour plane ride away or a three-minute drive away from your primary residence. You can do that either way, and that's really what will fortify that relationship and make it much easier for, from a management standpoint. You just got to get over the mindset that it's impossible to remote hostly. It's not. It's actually fairly easy. Got any questions, hit me up with a DM. You can see it down there, Bill Faith 73 Happy to answer any of your questions. Thanks for joining me today. We'll see you on the next episode and happy hosting everybody. Thank
0: you for listening to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. This podcast is a hospitality.fm production.